we talk a lot about TBT and sometimes we get really specific with how to do this and how to do that and different ways to maximize your profits and all of that. But today we're going to talk about some just general tips that are things I've learned over the last couple of years that make a difference in your business. Some of them are like productivity hacks. Some of them are just things that you may or may not know. And so yeah, it's just a variety of good things that I'm excited to share with you. So let's get started. Now, if you're looking for more help with your TPT shop, make sure you're signed up for my email list. I'll leave a link to it down below. I send out just usually like one, maybe two emails a week. And in that I give you extra tips and extra things that you may need to know to make sure you're furthering your TPT shop. And I make sure you never miss a video because I always send you the link for that as well. So sign up down below and let's get started. No particular order, but I think number one might be the most important because number one is use every part of your product listing page. This is something I have been preaching about for the past year. And my daddy was a Pentecostal preacher. So like, I know what preaching is, but it is so, so, so important on your listing page. You have a couple of different places that you can use to promote your resources. You have your cover, your thumbnails, your title, your description, your preview, your video preview. All of these things are things that can help you to convince your buyers that they need your product, show them different aspects of your product and really just show it off. And although there's lots of great things you can do in your TBT shop, and although this takes a lot of time, it is so worth it if you will just spend the time to utilize all of those areas going through and making sure you have a good title, a good description with keywords that you have a good cover that people want to click on is going to be the key to selling your resources. Because if your product page is not very good, it doesn't matter how good your resource is because nobody's going to buy it. So you want to make sure that you're doing all of those things to just really make sure that you are maximizing your potential for profit on TPT by utilizing all of those. Think of it as like free marketing. It's like the first line of defense for your product. And without it, you're not gonna sell things. So make sure you're using as much as possible. I know, I know it takes a long time, do it anyway. I also have some products that don't have all the aspects on them, but you know, we're working on them. We're going back through. I, again, as I've learned, I have shared. And so I have things I need to go back and change too. But if you're, especially if you're just starting out, like use the previews, use video previews, do all the things. It makes a huge difference. All right. Number two is also about listings, but is totally different. When you go to make a new listing, do not go and click add a product. Instead, go to a product that is similar to the product you're making. Click quick edit on, this is my, like my products page, click quick edit, and then click create a similar product. When you do this, it'll open up a page with a product listing that has some stuff already in it. So it'll already have a description and it'll already have the tags that you used on the other one, like all the grade level tags. And it'll have like all of those things in there. And it makes creating a new listing so much faster because then all you gotta do is like change the title, change some stuff in the description. But I don't know about you, but I leave some of this stuff in the description. It's kind of similar. Um, and then add my products, add my previews, like those kind of things. But it already has like all the grade levels selected and all the custom categories selected and all of those things. So it just saves you a little bit of time while you're going through. If you want to be super on top of things, you could also create a like template listing. Um, just go create a listing with like all the things that you would like in a template. Um, so things that you're going to, you know, 
use in every product. So like the part of the description that needs to stay the same in every product. The grade levels you use the most and tag the most. The custom categories you use the most. Those kind of things. And then just click the box at the bottom that says like uncheck. That you can uncheck that says like make my product active. And that way it's not an actual product. But you can use that as your template when you go to make a new product. So that's a little hack. I have not done that. I just go to like the closest product to what I'm making now. And use that as my template. Number three is also about templates and that is create templates for frequently made products and pages. So if you have a type of product that you make a lot, like maybe you make a lot of board games, okay? Make a template for board games where it already has a couple of the things that you might need on there. Or maybe you make a lot of different, I don't know, math worksheets. Have a template that has a math worksheet template. So it has a title and it has the name area and it has the directions written in and then it has you know all the different boxes so you can just change out the math equations maybe it already has a border and stuff like that so that it just has a couple of steps that you don't have to do every time that you are making a new product i was just working actually on a song pack since i teach elementary music i make song packs sometimes where i take a folk song and we use that folk song to introduce a rhythm or a melody or whatever so i use i'm kind of lazy um so i have like a template that goes through and has like the pages that i know i'm going to use in every one so i know with every single one i'm going to have a page with the lyrics I'm going to have a page with the sheet music. I'm going to have a page with the rhythms. I'm going to have a page with the little like heartbeats. And so like I have those things that are typical so that that way when I'm making a new one, first of all, some of the stuff's already in there for me. So I already have like the fonts ready and I already have the layout ready. Secondly, I don't have to remember all those things because sometimes I forget because it's a lot of different stuff. And so if I have a template, I make sure that I remember all those things. It also makes all your products much more consistent, which means that people are going to be more likely to like other products if they liked another product because they're more consistent, they're more cohesive, they go together much better. And again, it makes things easier for you. Another way you could do templates is have a template for like certain pages. So for example, if you have a title page and a terms of use page in every product, you can use that same terms of use in all of your products. You don't have to make a new one each time. So creating templates will be a game changer. Like literally I I'm someone who like, I just want to jump in and go for it. But I have really found that the more I sit back and I like make a plan, make a template it makes my products just so much better and makes the creating process so much easier and less stressful so highly recommend it even if you're like me and you just want to go for it like take take a step back make a template you will not regret it all right number four is especially if you are new start by focusing on product lines and then expand from there. So what I mean by this is if you are new then you may or may not know what kind of products you want to make but I would highly recommend that you make a few products that go together before you add any other products that maybe don't go together as well. So if you are doing, you know, kindergarten, whatever, I don't usually use kindergarten, maybe you're doing like alphabet activities. Okay. So go ahead and make like all the alphabet activities for that are the same like activity, but for all the different letters, or maybe you do like a drawing activity for each letter and then you do a like I don't know I always choose examples that I don't know anything about I don't know um and then maybe you have like a um I spy kind of game that has all the different letters and things like that but start with like things based on letters 
okay? So that they all go together, you can bundle them. If people like one, they can get more, and then expand from there. So maybe after you do that, then maybe you do some stuff with like easy writing activities that they can write and like draw, okay? Or like tracing activities or something like that. So start very niche, start with like one product line, make a product line, and then expand from there. The reason this works is because when you are new, you're trying to attract new people. And so if you attract someone who really, you know, they're teaching kindergarten, they really like your letter things, then they're more likely to purchase the surrounding things, the things that are close to that. They're more likely to purchase bundles. They're more likely to do that. And then if you expand from there, then they're like, oh, hey, they also have this. I can buy that too. Or it might draw in some more people that like that, but they have the other things. So the more similar your products are, the more likely that people will want to purchase more than one thing. I'm not saying all your products need to be exactly the same. I have lots of varied things in my store, but I always make sure that I'm focusing on product lines. I'm like, okay, if they like these products, then they're gonna like these products. And so just kind of trying to make them close enough to each other that the same type of teacher will like all of them. It's gonna be a game changer. This is especially great when you're new because you need to do everything you can to make that cart value higher. All right, number five is about notes to followers. So notes to followers is kind of like an email from you on TPD's platform. If you send emails, write your email and then copy and paste it into your note to follower and send it to your notes to follower because some people who follow you on TBT may not follow you in email land or they may not see your email and vice versa. This is a great way to make sure you're, again, just maximizing your profits because it only takes a few seconds if you're already writing out an email to just copy and paste it into the note to follower to send a note to your follower. And I have seen, cause I'll use, I'll change the link so that I can track like what came from my email and what came from my notes to followers. And I have made some money from notes to followers. It's not like a bajillion dollars or anything, but for, you know, two seconds that it takes to copy and paste, I feel like making, you know, $30, $60 is pretty dang good. Um, so just doing that one little step is a good way to get in the habit of, again, maximizing your profits and really maximizing the things you are already doing. I'm very big on that, especially this year. Let's make the things I'm already doing make more money. Like, okay, because then you're not doing a lot of extra effort. Now, one thing about your notes to followers is you can only send one every seven days and it does go by seven days. So sometimes like if I send it Thursday at 6.30 and then the next week I try to send it Thursday at six, it won't let me do it because it hasn't been a full seven days. So that's kind of irritating sometimes. Um, and the other thing about notes to followers is that you are not supposed to link outside of TBT. So make sure that your send everything you send doesn't link them to your blog, doesn't link them to YouTube, it just links them to products on TBT. So do be aware of those two little things. But if you're already writing emails, it's a great way to, you know, expand your reach just a little bit. And my caveat on that is, you know, number five and a half. Don't stress about followers because yes, it is helpful that you can send a note to follower. I've never opened a note to followers before ever in my life. So there I'm sure are many other people like me. Um, don't stress about followers. It doesn't make a big enough difference for you to be like worried about followers. And again, you can send like one message every seven days. So it's much better if you're gonna build an audience to build an audience through email, through Instagram, through you know something else. 
but if you, you know, as your store grows, you will have people that just naturally click the follow button. And so it's nice to be able to send them something as well, but don't stress about it. It's really not that big of a deal. All right, next up is kind of going back to our template thing, and that is number six, is if you are making multiple versions of an activity, think it through from the beginning to make it easy for you. And specifically, if you're making something in color and in black and white, go ahead and make it all in one slide, group your items so that you can easily change it. So what I mean by this is if I'm gonna make something in color and in black and white, I will make what I want it to look like in color. I will duplicate all of the things and replace them with the black and white version. So if I have a clip art of a dog, I duplicate that dog and then I replace it with a black and white version. I line it up right over top and I do that with all the things. And then I group all my black and white stuff and I send it to the back. So it's underneath the colored things. Why this is great is because then I make all the things that I need to in color and then I just copy all those slides paste them and then all I have to do is go through and delete the colored version and you're left with the black and white version that is underneath. So if you make something in color and in black and white, that's a really good time-saving hack because then you don't have to like go and remake it and then copy and paste all the individual things. You just copy and paste the slide and then click delete and you're ready to go. Move it on. Um, number seven is start your email list ASAP. This is something that I am so glad that I did. And the reason I did it is because I would read, I actually started as a blogger and not on TBT, but I would read all these like blogging articles about like things I wish I knew when I started blogging and stuff like that. And they all said, I wish I'd started my email list sooner. I wish I'd started my email list at ASAP. So I'm here to tell you, you need to start your email list ASAP. As soon as you start your store and you feel fairly comfortable, go ahead and start your email list. I have a whole bunch of videos about your email list. You can get started for, with email for free. So click the link down below to check out the playlist that will have like pretty much anything you need to know and it'll go through and I'll show you like how to do that. Uh -huh. um, but the sooner you start your, but the reason this is important is because getting emails takes time. Gathering people's emails takes a lot of time. So the sooner you start, the more emails you will eventually get because you are starting earlier. So you have more chances to get people's emails. So in versus if you wait three years and then start getting emails, you missed out on that three years worth of emails, right? We don't want to do that. So start your email list as soon as you feel comfortable with, especially because again, you're not going to get a lot of people right off the bat, which means that you don't even need to stress about like writing emails right off the bat. You really just need to make it have that link so that you can send it to people. So you can put it in your Instagram link. So you can put it in your products. So you can do all those things so that people can sign up for it because it takes time. It takes a long time, but email is the biggest moneymaker that I have. So I highly recommend it to absolutely everybody who will listen to me. All right, next up is about your titles. In your titles, you want to make sure that you are using keywords, which are words that people are actually typing in to TBT. So whenever you're making a title, make sure that you are making it very descriptive of your resource. If your resource is a math worksheet, you need the words math worksheet in your title. If it has fractions, it should say something like fractions math worksheets and maybe fractions math worksheets for fourth grade 
for Ashton's math worksheets for review or for sub plans. Like those are all different things. So you want to make sure that your titles are as descriptive as possible. That's how people find you is through like words in your title, words in your description. And it's also how you can, you know, get people to be more likely to click on your stuff because they'll see it and be like, oh yes, I need math worksheets. Click. So make sure that you are putting those keywords in your titles. The more descriptive, the better. You want to minimize any like cutesy titles because no one's looking for them. So go with things people are typing in and that'll be the best. The next one is one that is on the top of everyone's minds and that is don't rely solely on TBT. <sighs> this is a tough one. It's a tough one. It's easier to talk about now, but it's a tough one. TPT is great. I love TPT. However, if you are relying solely on TPT, and by that I mean you're making products, you post them on TPT, and you do nothing else, you're going to be at a huge disadvantage because if you really want to take your business to the next level, you want to have more um, autonomy over your business, you want to really make sure that you have you know more control, then you want to have other aspects of your business that you have more control over so for example having marketing like on pinterest like a blog like a youtube channel anything you can do to market your products is going to help you make more money because then you're not relying just on tbt search but you're also sending people to tbt so you're making more money because you're sending people to tbt it also gives you more autonomy because if you want to you know make a course later on or you want to sell on your own website later on you you have other avenues to talk to people than just on TBT. Because again, a note to follower once every seven days and you can't link to anything outside of TBT is kind of difficult. So you want to make sure you're not relying solely on TBT. And if you are unhappy with your results on TBT, I would say make sure you have a good amount of products, 25 to 50. But if you've got that and you just want your your business to grow faster, I would look outside of TBT and make sure you're driving your own traffic, that you are building an audience, that you're doing those things because that's going to actually like move the needle in the long term as far as like making more money. So don't rely solely on TBT. TBT is great. We love them. But you also want to have an email list. You also want to have a website. You also want to have content marketing, like all of those things. You don't have to have them all right now, but in the long run, you want your business to be sustainable. So you be in charge, not TBT. And the last one is don't waste your time focusing on things that don't matter. I get messages from people who are like, why are my views down today? And I'm like, why are you looking at your views? Like, what? Um, I just, yes, views can be a helpful thing to look at, but it's not something that you need to stress about. Don't sit there and worry about them. Same thing, like, oh, nobody's following me on TPT. I'm like, okay, it really doesn't matter. Um, or, you know, just all of those things. Or, oh, the worst is, how come this person's Instagram is doing so much better? How come this person's, you know, TBT shop is doing much better. First of all, you have no idea what's going on behind the scenes. So one, it could be not as good as you think. Two, they could be working like a crazy person or they might hire out to other people to get help, which is great and totally fine if you want to do that. Um, but you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. So you don't know what's going on. So you don't be jealous of things you don't fully understand. Um, the other thing with that is you don't have time. I don't know about you, but I'm a full-time teacher. I 
Y'all, I got up this morning and I worked out and I worked on my business and then I went to school all day long, including a faculty meeting. And then I came home and now I'm filming videos. I don't have time. I don't have time to stress about views and followers and all of that stuff because I have stuff to do and I don't have a lot of time to do it in. I'm trying to build a business in little 20 minute increments and so I don't have time to spend stalking people's Instagram. I don't have time for any of that kind of stuff. So make sure you're focusing on the right things because in that time that you spend stalking someone's Instagram, you could be posting a new reel and getting new followers on Instagram. Or instead of, you know, stalking somebody else's TBT page, you could be making new products for your TBT page. Instead of stressing about followers, you could be making new products. You can be marketing your products. You can be, you know, getting on Pinterest and making a whole bunch of pins. Like there's just so many better ways to spend your time than obsessing about views and obsessing about followers. Like just do the work. Yes, look at the data. I'm all for looking at the data. Yes, do research but spend your time doing the work that's gonna move your business forward and not stressing about things that aren't a big deal and also that you can't control because you know it doesn't matter how long you stare at the dashboard you're not gonna help the views get better by doing that you help your views get better by working on your SEO, by adding more products, by sending people to TPT from different marketing platforms. Like that's how you help your views. You don't do it by staring at it. And when it comes down to it, yes, it's good to look at your views, but what you really want to look at is the money. And if the money's not there, you need to go make some products. You need to go do, you know, some work to make sure that it is getting there. So don't stress about the things that don't matter, but instead use that time, use that brain power, use that energy to actually further your business. So hopefully that'll give you like a little bit of peace of mind and also the gumption to go do some work. Cause I really, I'll get messages. People are like, how come my views are down? I'm like, I don't have time to look at that. Like, or, you know, no one's following me. I'm like, I don't, I don't have time to care about my followers. I mean, not your followers, not in a rude way, but I don't, I don't have time for all that. I, I got stuff to do. So we're going to make things happen. And actually that's what I'm going to go do right now is go make things happen and pose and product. So I will see you on the flip side. Leave your best tips down below and yeah, bye.